Welcome to the Retirement Planning Guy podcast, a show designed to help retirees and pre-retirees live an awesome retirement. Your host is Jim Martin, financial advisor and author of The Retirement Playbook. Jim discusses ideas, strategies, and techniques to help you live your ideal retirement. So sit back, turn the volume up, and enjoy the show, because we begin right now. So the company you work for is offering a lump sum pension. You've received notice that your pension plan offers a cash out option and you're trying to figure out what to do. It's a weighty decision. It's a huge decision that retirees are facing right now. Folks, my name is Jim Martin. I'm the retirement planning guy and we're here to help you plan well and retire awesome. On today's show, we're talking about cash out pensions, otherwise known as lump sum pensions. Companies across the United States are taking a look at their liabilities and making decisions that pensions, all of their old legacy pensions or their pensions currently on their books, pose a pretty big risk to their financial stability. So what they're trying to do is buy you off, offer you a cash out option. Sounds too good to be true. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's in your best interest, but that's what we're talking about. But before we get started, let's go through our disclosures. This show is for informational purposes only. We're only here for entertainment and to give you some information and education along the way. Every step of the way, we have tried to vet the information and ensure it's accurate, but mistakes can happen. So before you take action on anything we discuss, make sure you talk to a CPA, an attorney, or a qualified financial advisor, because I'd hate for you to make a misstep based upon this information. So make sure you seek qualified counsel before acting on anything. All right, now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's talk about pensions. Look, I love pensions. I think they're awesome. In fact, some of the happiest people I know in retirement, they have pensions. I mean, they're really cool. What 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 could be wrong about getting a check every month for the rest of your life? Like that sounds really awesome. Uh have you heard of the lottery? Like that you know, I know the lump sum. Think about it like that, the lump sum lottery or pension lottery. They, they give you options. And a lot of people take the lump sum out of there. They don't want to take the uh, the monthly payments for the rest of their life. So they just take the big lump sum, but have to pay taxes on it. This is a little bit like that, not completely. But before we get started, just a couple quick things. I want to, I really want to thank everybody who's listening to the show. I can't tell you how fast our show is growing. And it's because people are listening and hopefully we're pro- providing some good content. Look, if you find value, two things you can do here. Make sure you tell a friend. Forward the show, forward, forward the link so they can listen to it to a friend or family member. Say, listen to the retirement planning guy. Or the other thing you can do make sure you subscribe. Like if you're on Apple or you're on Google or Stitcher or wherever, there is a subscribe button. Subscribe to this thing. It'll help you realize that there's new content that comes out on, on almost a weekly basis. So if you want to get some of the new content and you want to be made aware of the new shows, make sure you subscribe. All right, let's just jump right in to these cash out pensions. Let's start with number one. Why are companies doing this? Okay, so I've worked at this company for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. I haven't worked there for the last five. And now I'm getting a notice in the mail that, hey, I can do a lump sum. What? Why are they doing this? Like, why? Does it mean the company's going out of business? Oh, probably not. Not necessarily does it mean that. But what it does mean is that pensions, as you, you're well aware of, are, are sort of a thing of the past for most people. Companies don't offer them much any longer. Now they offer 401ks and IRAs and SEP IRAs and all kinds of different retirement plans, but the pension has gone away in a big, in a big way. 
here's why. People are living longer. It used to be with generations just a couple before us that or after yeah, before us. Ooh, losing my mind today. But before us that you know, people would not live as long, but now guess what's happening? People are living longer. And because of that, pensions magnify a company's liability and companies don't like having liability on the books. In fact, the reason they're offering these cash out pensions is to get some of the liability off of their books because when they write a check to you or to your custodian for the IRA, they no longer have the liability of sending you a monthly check forever. Now you might say, hey, I like that idea of a monthly check. Why in the world would I take this lump sum out? And that's what we're gonna talk about today to make sure that when you're weighing those options, you're looking at all the pros and the cons so you can make a good decision with your money. And there's no such thing as the perfect decision. This is this is always something that investors get hung up on is they're always searching for the data to make the perfect decision. It doesn't exist, guys. It just doesn't. Because we don't know when you're going to die. And that's the magic ingredient in almost every conversation around pensions and social securities is what's your date of death? And if you can tell me what that is, I can probably tell you mathematically what you need to do. But if you can't tell me what that is, then we're just going to run into some challenges as we begin to do some planning. All right, so let's go through, I'm going to go through the top five considerations. So when you're making these decisions, I think there's five areas that you really need to consider before you make it. And know that at the end, I'm not going to tell you which way to go. Like, I don't have the answer on, yes, you should do this, or no, you shouldn't do that. Only you do, but these considerations, what they're going to help you do is really fine-tune and zero in on what that right decision is. So consideration number one, remember, when you take a pension, so if you've received a lump sum letter in the mail or your pension packet in the mail, you're going to have lots of options. You can take your lump, you can take your the lump sum out and you can roll that into a traditional IRA. On these lump sums, we have two choices essentially. Uh, there might be more with the Roth or something like that, but generally you're going to roll 100% of it into a traditional and defer your taxes. You're just going to defer taxes to a future point in which you um, pay taxes when you take it out. Or you're going to take it a lump sum and you're going to go buy a new boat with it. And if you go buy a new boat on it, with it rather, you're going to be taxed on it. A terrible investment, but I have seen it happen before. So I normally, normally I don't recommend you take lump sums out to buy boats or cars or pay off houses or things like that. I just don't think from a tax perspective, they generally work out in your best interest all of the time. I'm, I could be wrong. And that's why we work with CPAs to help figure that out. But just understand that if you take a lump sum, you will be taxed on it. If you roll it into an IRA, you'll be taxed at a later date or when you start to take distributions out. So that's one of the options. People, The reason people like to roll it over is they have control over it. So if you take all the money out of the pension plan, guess who gets to control it? You do. Not the company, not the pension plan, not some insurance company in Nebraska or Iowa. You do. And that's uh, that's pretty powerful for a lot of people. They like to know that, hey, I worked, I worked my tail off for 20 years and I've got a $175,000 cash out pension. And if I died, my wife is getting it. And if my wife dies, my kids are getting it. And there's a lot of value to that. So know that when you select a pension, generally speaking, you're giving up that lump sum in lieu of a monthly payment. You're going to give them all of the money and they're going to give you a monthly payment. Now, there's a lot of options inside of a pension. And look, we could do an entire show just on pension options. And maybe we will. That sounds like a, a really fun topic, but uh, not today. 
but one of the one of the options you can do inside of your pension is you can select joint life. So if you're married, um, you could select to have your wife covered as well or your husband covered as well. And that's a pretty nice feature. I generally, if you're married, I recommend you do that. I hate when I see married couples not do it just because if somebody were to die early, uh, the surviving spouse might feel cheated if um, their spouse died with the pension and the pension went bye-bye. So generally, we're going to recommend you do a joint option, whether that's joint 50% or 100% or 75%. It's up to you. Here's the one option that you have inside of a, oh, a pension plan that does create a legacy. You can do what's called a period certain. And it just ensures that no matter what, that for a specific period of time, the pension's going to pay out. So if you did a 10-year period certain and you died five years into the pension plan, it will pay for another five years. But what it will do is reduce the amount. So generally, when you get your pension paperwork and it says, hey, John, your pension is $2,000 a month, that John, that's just on you. Like that's just, if you walked out and died three weeks later, the insurance company keeps all the money. That is 100% on you. It's not, doesn't cover your wife or anybody else. So most people don't take the single option. They take a joint option and that does reduce the amount of monthly payments. But for folks who want to have, leave a legacy and want to have control over their money, doing the lump sum pension, the cash out pension can make sense. For folks who just want the largest income and they're not concerned about control or legacy, less of an issue there. So we'll move on to the next consideration. Now that we thought about the first one, income. Do you need all of the income you can get right now? Right now, all 100% of it, because pensions can provide pretty good income. I mean, you, if you weighed how much that pension provides as opposed to what you can get on the outside, uh, it's probably stronger. Now, what you're giving up is control over the money. I mean, you know, you're going to give up all of those dollars to the insurance company to get the largest lump sum possible, but you give up control. So know that there's trade-offs inside of that consideration, but it does exist. The other thing you want to ask yourself on income is, do you need the income now or in the future? And can you take that money that is inside of that pension and put it into a product or a solution that will create future income that would match or exceed what the pension would offer? Maybe. So know that that's something that's a consideration that you have to weigh. And you know, I've met I've met people on both sides. So one of my one of one of my 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 friends has a he he shared this story with me. And since all the names have been changed to protect the innocent, I think we'll be fine. But he works for a, works with a football player, and this football player had a little bit of a spending habit issue. So right, like they they made a lot of money and spent a lot. So using these kinds of annuities or pensions made a lot of sense for this this football player because they get a monthly payout. Uh, that exceeded what they could get on the market, and there was no real risk of uh, of running out of money, which was a which was really beneficial for this this person and his family. But it's not right for everyone. It's one of these these kind of pigeonholes where that kind of situation only works for certain people. So just just be aware of that as you're making those consideration. Consideration number three is taxes. Look, you're not going to get away from taxes when you start to take money out of your pension, whether it's lump sum or monthly you're going to pay taxes on it. One of the cool things about the lump sum option is you can move it into an IRA and then manage your taxes maybe a little more effectively. So I like being able to manage taxes, especially, you know, we're in this really weird world right now and we're not sure where tax rates are going to go. So it might make sense to try to manage those. It might not, but it might make sense to try to manage those. But if you take the lump sum and go buy the boat that we were referring to earlier, you're going to pay taxes on whatever that lump sum was. So if you took a $100,000 lump sum pension and wrote a check to yourself, guess who? Well, guess what? You have to pay taxes on that. And you might get taxed at 22% on some of those dollars. So you have to be really aware of what the tax implications are on some of these dollars because they can get pretty steep. And the whole goal of, of these dollars is trying to be a good steward of them. So 
we, we like to manage that. When you lump sum it over, you do have some control if you put it into a traditional IRA of not paying all the taxes at once and probably deferring those taxes for a number of years, which can be really beneficial, uh, especially with the way healthcare laws are written in Medicare and Social Security. So we might want to defer taxes on a lot of things as long as we can so we don't have to have you know, potentially taxes on those those kinds of investments, whether that's Social Security or Medicare uh, or even healthcare with the Affordable Healthcare Act, you you know there's a lot of gamesmanship inside of there to help you limit your exposure to the uh, subsidies, and it will not limit, but increase your amount of subsidies. So just know that when you do that math, that that really plays into it. So it might make sense to delay your pension by taking a cash out option as opposed to turning it on for the monthly income to help control taxes. Here's the next one. And I hear this one a lot. It's plan stability. Like a lot of people want to roll their pensions over because they don't trust their company anymore. Like their company was once good and they once trusted them, but companies change all, all the time. And when companies change, all of a sudden people feel very uneasy. Now, most or many companies are protected under what's called the Pension Protection Act. There's some bells and whistles you need to really be aware of, but you might want to Google that for your own plan to make sure that you're either protected from that or not protected from it because look, plan stability can be a real thing. We've seen we've seen some municipalities have to renegotiate their pension payouts with their members because all of a sudden they didn't have the money to afford these. Make no mistake, pensions are underfunded by and large in a huge way. And what I mean by that is what happens is is these companies get these actuaries. Actuaries are like these these brains with bodies. So they're just like big nerds with thick glasses. They're probably really cool, but that's how I picture them, okay? And they have big, they have, they have these short sleeve shirts and pocket protectors and uh, thick glasses. And they're awesome. Like they know everything about math that has ever been math. So what they do is they go through and say, okay, you've got 50,000 people in your pension plan and you have liabilities associated with each one of those at $1,000. So you have $5 million of pension plans or whatever the math would be. So they say, here's your obligations associated with that. And so your pension needs to be funded. If you have pension obligations of 50 million, you should have $50 million funded so you can meet your pension obligations. Here's the real problem. Many pensions are not funded properly. And all I mean by that is they might have $50 million in pension obligations, but only have $20 million worth of cash in their plan. So they're probably going to have some financial difficulty at some point. So that's why it's a real, real, real concern for people to ensure that their their company is solvent and that the plan is well-funded. And if it's not, you're going to have to really make a gut check of checking everything out to ensure that it doesn't make sense to keep it inside of that plan or not. Because if it doesn't, look, getting out of it might be in your best interest. They're not offering these pension buyouts because they're so nice and generous. Companies are not nice and generous. I can promise you that. They're doing this for them, not for you. But that doesn't mean you can't sway it to your advantage. And that's why we're talking about this. Finally, consideration number five is growth. You probably have some preset growth number inside of your pension plan, and you're just going to have to figure out what that is. But the big question is, can if you took the money outside of the pension plan, could you do better? So let's just imagine, just for argument's sake, that your pension was guaranteed to grow at 2%. So you had $100,000, and it's going to grow at 2%, which meant, you know, this year you're going to earn two grand or, you know, $102,000. 
So the big question would be is can you do better than that? If you put it into an IRA, could you average a better return than you can get in something that's fixed or inside of the pension? I don't know the answer to that, but that's the math equation you have to go through when you make these decisions because that growth is really important in making those decisions. Because a lot of people, they don't need the money today. They might not need it for 20 years. Heck, they might only be 50 years old and offered this. And they might say to themselves, look, I can leave it inside the plan and get 3% or I can try to take put it in the market and get a higher multiple on that. And I'm not saying one is right or wrong or one's better or worse than the other, but it's a real consideration that retirees have to have to think about as they're taking a look at where their dollars are at. So understand that's consideration number five. When you weigh all of these things together, it will help you make the decision on if doing a cash out pension is in your best interest or leaving it where it's at. Here's the real thing. And normally I, you know, you've listened to, if you've listened to this podcast, I'm, I don't really recommend you just go sit down with people randomly, but these are big decisions and they're really weighty. Uh, and I would, I really talk to a lot of people or talk to an advisor you trust and try to get some answers on this because you don't really want to make the wrong decisions here. You you really just want to make sure you're going to do the best can with these dollars and, you know, be a good steward of your money. Because if you make the wrong decision, it's probably not going to blow you up. I, generally speaking, when I look at the the pension options and the cash out pensions, at least for the companies that I see, they're pretty good. It, it makes sense to do one or the other usually, but they're pretty good options. Like you can't go wrong with the other, but you sure, sure don't want to be in one of these plans that by appearances, it looks really good. But when you dig in, it's really a, a, a dog and you should have gotten out of it, but you stayed in it. And that's the real fear that retirees have to face. Because remember, I say this, and we talk about this on this show, but it's it's really legit, legitimate when we think about this. When we talk about planning, our entire goal is to retire awesome. Like really, that's what we live with my firm, and that's what we live on this show is plan well, retire awesome. So really dig into this. If you've been offered one of these plans, think about these considerations, weigh those, the pros and cons, and then figure out if you need to lump sum it. Remember, when you lump sum it, it's going to go into a traditional IRA. You can pretty much use any custodian to to do that. And a custodian is like a, a Vanguard or a Charles Schwab or Fidelity or TD Ameritrade. That's our custodians or custodians you have act, anybody has access to with enough money. So really consider all of those and you know really take some time to think about that situation as you get into it. You can also visit our website, retirementplanningguy.com. There's some really good resources there. And if you want us to take a look at your cash out pension and give you some opinions, happy to always do that. You just go to the ask button and just make sure you send us a question to ask us. We're always happy to help. But folks, thanks for listening to the show. Remember to subscribe to our podcast, share it with your friends, and remember, plan well and retire awesome. We appreciate you joining us today for this episode of the Retirement Planning Guy podcast. Be sure to visit retirementplanningguy.com to access additional information, including our free retirement planning kit to help you live an awesome retirement. Take the first step to living the life you've always imagined with the Retirement Planning Guy. Opinions voiced in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives. Information provided is not intended as tax or legal advice. You are encouraged to seek tax or legal advice from an independent professional. We are not affiliated with Social Security or any governmental agency. 
New River Financial Group LLC is a registered investment advisor offering advisory services in the state of Virginia and other jurisdictions where exempted. New River Financial Group LLC doing business as Martin Wealth Solutions. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining value.